letter one of the borough this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by david wales the borough by george crabbe letter one general description these did the ruler of the deep ordain to build proud navies and to rule the main pope homer's iliad such scenes has deptford navy building town woolwich and wapping smelling strong of pitch such lambeth envy of each band and gown and twickenham such which fairer scenes enrich pope imitation of spenser et cum celestibus undis aequorie misentur aquae caret ignibus ether caecaque nox primatur tenebris iemsque susque disquitent tamen has prebentque mecantia lumen fulmina fulmines ardescunt ignibus unde ovid metamorphoses general description the difficulty of describing town scenery a comparison with certain views in the country the river and the quay the shipping and business shipbuilding sea boys and port views village and town scenery again compared walks from town cottage and adjoining heath and so forth house of sunday entertainment the sea a summer and winter view a shipwreck at night and its effects on shore evening amusements in the borough an apology for the imperfect view which can be given of these subjects describe the borough though our idle tribe may love description can we so describe that you shall fairly streets and buildings trace and all that gives distinction to a place this cannot be yet moved by your request a part i paint let fancy form the rest cities and towns the various haunts of men require the pencil they defy the pen could he who sang so well the grecian fleet so well have sung of alley lane or street can measured lines these various buildings show the town-hall turning or the prospect row can i the seats of wealth and want explore and lengthen out my lays from door to door then let thy fancy aid me i repair from this tall mansion of our last year's mayor till we the outskirts of the borough reach and these half-buried buildings next the beach where hang at open doors the net and cork while squalid sea-dames mend the meshy work till comes the hour when fishing through the tide the weary husband throws his freight aside a living mass which now demands the wife the alternate labours of their humble life can scenes like these withdraw thee from thy wood thy upland forest or thy valley's flood seek then thy garden's shrubby bound and look as it steals by upon the bordering brook that winding streamlet limpid lingering slow where the reeds whisper when the zephyrs blow 
where in the midst upon a throne of green sits the large lily as the water's queen and makes the current forced awhile to stay murmur and bubble as it shoots away draw then the strongest contrast to that stream and our broad river will before thee seem with ceaseless motion comes and goes the tide flowing it fills the channel vast and wide then back to sea with strong majestic sweep it rolls in ebb yet terrible and deep here samphire banks and saltwort bound the flood there stakes and seaweeds withering on the mud and higher up a ridge of all things base which some strong tide has rolled upon the place thy gentle river boasts its pygmy boat urged on by pains half grounded half afloat while at her stern an angler takes his stand and marks the fish he purposes to land from that clear space where in the cheerful ray of the warm sun the scaly people play far other craft our prouder river shows hoys pinks and sloops brigs brigantines and snows nor angler we on our wide stream descry but one poor dredger where his oysters lie he cold and wet and driving with the tide beats his weak arms against his tarry side then drains the remnant of diluted gin to aid the warmth that languishes within renewing oft his poor attempts to beat his tingling fingers into gathering heat he shall again be seen when evening comes and social parties crowd their favourite rooms where on the table pipes and papers lie the steaming bowl or foaming tankard by tis then with all these comforts spread around they hear the painful dredger's welcome sound and few themselves the savoury boon deny the food that feeds the living luxury yon is our key those smaller hoys from town its various ware for country use bring down those laden wagons in return impart the country produce to the city mart hark to the clamour in that miry road bounded and narrowed by yon vessel's load the lumbering wealth she empties round the place package and parcel hogshead chest and case while the loud seaman and the angry hind mingling in business bellow to the wind near these a crew amphibious in the docks rear for the sea those castles on the stocks see the long keel which soon the waves must hide see the strong ribs which form the roomy side bolts yielding slowly to the sturdiest stroke and planks which curve and crackle in the smoke around the whole rise cloudy wreaths and far bear the warm pungence of o'erboiling tar dabbling on the shore half-naked sea-boys crowd swim round a ship or swing upon the shroud or in a boat purloined with paddles play and grow familiar with the watery way young though they be they feel whose sons they are they know what british seamen do and dare proud of that fame they raise and they enjoy the rustic wonder of the village boy before you bid these busy scenes adieu behold the wealth that lies in public view 
those far extended heaps of coal and coke where fresh-filled lime-kilns breathe their stifling smoke this shall pass off and you behold instead the night-fire gleaming on its chalky bed when from the lighthouse brighter beams will rise to show the shipman where the shallow lies thy walks are ever pleasant every scene is rich in beauty lively or serene rich is that varied view with woods around seen from the seat within the shrubbery bound where shines the distant lake and where appear from ruins bolting unmolested deer lively the village green the inn the place where the good widow schools her infant race shops whence are heard the hammer and the saw and village pleasures unreproved by law then how serene when in your favourite room gales from your jasmines soothe the evening gloom when from your upland paddock you look down and just perceive the smoke which hides the town when weary peasants at the close of day walk to their cots and part upon the way when cattle slowly cross the shallow brook and shepherds pin their folds and rest upon their crook we prune our hedges prime our slender trees and nothing looks untutored and at ease on the wide heath or in the flowery vale we scent the vapours of the sea-born gale broad beaten paths lead on from stile to stile and sewers from streets the roadside banks defile our guarded fields a sense of danger show where garden crops with corn and clover grow fences are formed of wreck and placed around with tenters tipped a strong repulsive bound wide and deep ditches by the gardens run and there in ambush lie the trap and gun or yon broad board which guards each tempting prize like a tall bully lifts its head and lies there stands a cottage with an open door its garden undefended blooms before her wheel is still and overturned her stool while the lone widow seeks the neighbouring pool this gives us hope all views of town to shun no here are tokens of the sailor's son that old blue jacket and that shirt of check and silken kerchief of the seaman's neck sea spoils and shells from many a distant shore and furry robe from frozen labrador our busy streets and sylvan walks between fen marshes bog and heath all intervene here pits of crag with spongy plashy base to some enrich the uncultivated space for there are blossoms rare and curious rush the gale's rich balm and sundew's crimson blush whose velvet leaf with radiant beauty dressed forms a gay pillow for the plover's breast not distant far a house commodious made lonely yet public stands for sunday trade thither for this day free gay parties go their tea-house walk their tippling rendezvous there humble couples sit in corner bowers or gaily ramble for the allotted hours sailors and lasses from the town attend the servant lover the apprentice friend with all the idle social tribes who seek and find their humble pleasures once a week turn to the watery world but who to thee a wonder yet unviewed shall paint the sea 
various and vast sublime in all its forms when lulled by zephyrs or when roused by storms its colours changing when from clouds and sun shades after shades upon the surface run embrowned and horrid now and now serene in limpid blue and evanescent green and off the foggy banks on ocean lie lift the fair sail and cheat the experienced eye be it the summer noon a sandy space the ebbing tide has left upon its place then just the hot and stony beach above light twinkling streams in bright confusion move for heated thus the warmer air ascends and with the cooler in its fall contends then the broad bosom of the ocean keeps an equal motion swelling as it sleeps then slowly sinking curling to the strand faint lazy waves or creep the rigid sand or tap the tarry boat with gentle blow and back return in silence smooth and slow ships in the calm seem anchored for they glide on the still sea urged solely by the tide art thou not present this calm scene before where all beside is pebbly length of shore and far as i can reach it can discern no more yet sometimes comes a ruffling cloud to make the quiet surface of the ocean shake as an awakened giant with a frown might show his wrath and then to sleep sink down view now the winter storm above one cloud black and unbroken all the skies o'er shroud the unwieldy porpoise through the day before had rolled in view of boating men on shore and sometimes hid and sometimes showed his form dark as the cloud and furious as the storm all where the eye delights yet dreads to roam the breaking billows cast the flying foam upon the billows rising all the deep is restless change the wave so swelled and steep breaking and sinking and the sunken swells nor one one moment in its station dwells but nearer land you may the billows trace as if contending in their watery chase may watch the mightiest till the shoal they reach then break and hurry to their utmost stretch curled as they come they strike with furious force and then reflowing take their grating course raking the rounded flints which ages pass rolled by their rage and shall to ages last far off the petrel in the troubled way swims with her brood or flutters in the spray she rises often often drops again and sports at ease on the tempestuous main high o'er the restless deep above the reach of gunner's hope vast flights of wild ducks stretch far as the eye can glance on either side in a broad space and level line they glide all in their wedge-like figures from the north day after day flight after flight go forth in shore their passage tribes of sea-gulls urge and drop for prey within the sweeping surge oft in the rough opposing blast they fly far back then turn and all their force apply while to the storm they give their weak complaining cry 
or clap the sleek white pinion to the breast and in the restless ocean dip for rest darkness begins to reign the louder wind appalls the weak and awes the firmer mind but frights not him whom evening and the spray in part conceal yon prowler on his way lo he has something seen he runs apace as if he feared companion in the chase he sees his prize and now he turns again slowly and sorrowing was your search in vain gruffly he answered tis a sorry sight a seaman's body there'll be more to-night hark to those sounds there from distress at sea how quick they come what terrors may there be yes tis a driven vessel i discern lights signs of terror gleaming from the stern others behold them too and from the town in various parties seamen hurry down their wives pursue and damsels urged by dread lest men so dear be into danger led their head the gown has hooded and their call in this sad night is piercing like the squall they feel their kinds of power and when they meet chide fondle weep dare threaten or entreat see one poor girl all terror and alarm has fondly seized upon her lover's arm thou shalt not venture and he answers no i will not still she cries thou shalt not go no need of this not here the stoutest boat can through such breakers or such billows float yet may they view these lights upon the beach which yield them hope whom help can never reach from parted clouds the moon her radiance throws on the wild waves and all the danger shows but shows them beaming in her shining vest terrific splendour gloom in glory dressed this for a moment and then clouds again hide every beam and fear and darkness reign but hear we not those sounds do lights appear i see them not the storm alone i hear and lo the sailors homeward take their way man must endure let us submit and pray such are our winter views but night comes on now business sleeps and daily cares are gone now parties form and some their friends assist to waste the idle hours at sober whist the tavern's pleasure or the concert's charm unnumbered moments of their sting disarm playbills and open doors a crowd invite to pass off one dread portion of the night and show and song and luxury combined lift off from man this burden of mankind others adventurous walk abroad and meet returning parties pacing through the street when various voices in the dying day hum in our walks and greet us in our way when tavern lights flit on from room to room and guide the tippling sailor staggering home there as we pass the jingling bells betray how business rises with the closing day now walking silent by the river's side the ear perceives the rippling of the tide or measured cadence of the lads who tow some entered hoy to fix her in her row 
or hollow sound which from the parish bell to some departed spirit bids farewell thus shall you something of our borough know far as a verse with fancy's aid can show of sea or river or a quay or street the best description must be incomplete but when a happier theme succeeds and when men are our subjects and the deeds of men then may we find the muse in happier style and we may sometimes sigh and sometimes smile End of letter one.